Hey, Alex. What's up? You know this episode's brought to you by Matthew Studio Equipment? Really? Isn't that the technology that complements your imagination? Uh, yeah. Sweet. You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, Dark Web? This is Brandon. And this is Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're also drinking bourbon. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Dark web. Yeah, the dark. What? Well, I mean, we might have some listeners on the dark Isn't web. Isn't that like the illegal spot? Yeah, there could, but we might have some, some, you know, some you know, people out there that are into filmmaking the on the dark web. I wonder if there's a black market on the dark web. The dark. There's a lot of stuff on the dark web for bourbon, though. Hell yeah, there is. All right. What are we drinking? So uh, we're drinking uh, right now. We're finishing up the last of the Oyo Black, which was one Ooh. of my favorite. We'll call it blended whiskeys. It's not really a bourbon. Well, it is bourbon, but it's it's, but it's blended. Not. Well, there's some bourbon in it. We Frank's going to be getting them on the show. We're going to find out. We're going to get to the bottom of this. All right. But yeah, I pretty I say it's mu- not. I'm pretty much I'm pretty much we lost everything. We lost the whole show. No, we didn't. I can't hear anything. I can hear you. I can't hear anything. <laughs> Hold on, we're searching well, out it. That's all right. I mean, as long as you guys can hear me, I'll just do the show. We're good. Yeah, I okay, can totally cool. hear you. We're gonna keep this going. Yeah, pull off those ear so, muffs. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I can't hear myself. Um, well, that's fine. And but basically, what I'm getting at is we're gonna have tech support come in here. Tech support's coming in. But what I was trying to say there is that I I may have been living the past two years of my life on the show as a complete imposter, who says yeah. he likes bourbon when really I like blended whiskey. Mm. I don't know. We'll find out. This is going to come out in the end. I mean, you're always an imposter. Well, books. we'll see. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm really excited. We have on the show today- A pretty shitty guest. Pretty much the shittiest <laughs> guest ever. Uh, yeah. And you know, when we tell you who we got, you're immediately going to know, because our listenership crosses over with their listenership. Well, their viewership. Yeah. Viewership. Uh, who do we have, Alex? We got Mike Farino of Shitty Rigs. Unbelievable. Um, amazing the shittiest guest on the shittiest you see, podcast you see their stuff posted <laughs> all over the place if you're in the film industry oh, you yeah. know what's up dude it's amazing we're gonna call right now and it's so appropriate because our phone system is a little shitty it's pretty shitty it's 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 fueled by bourbon let's see what happens go for it let's see if we can get him on the line here we go ice in the rotors there all right uh are you there hello hello hey, hello? hey. Hey. Welcome. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're coming through okay. the bourbon phone okay. pretty well. So do you, do you do you have a bourbon phone as well or is that Yeah, I think we have two bourbon phones trying to talk to each other. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. Cool. Fluid dynamics. Well, we're here. super yeah. excited to have you on the show. We clearly know your brand. Uh we're excited that you've joined up with us. Um welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Excellent. So let's uh, let's jump right into it. Let's give the start, listeners start from the beginning. Yeah, start from the beginning. Give the listeners a little bit of your background and how you you uh, landed where you're at with the shitty rig situation. Um, I think it was kind of chance and fate. Uh, didn't really think I would ever get this big, to be honest. Um, it was just something that I noticed was happening when I was working. I came into the industry, started in film. And as we started to like transition to like digital cameras and you know these DSLRs, I noticed these retarded, fucked up rigs that people were using with a 5D. <laughs> and then from that point on, you start to see other things happening, like with the lighting. And I think it all it all culminated like it started when I bought the website. It was on I was on some like Airwick commercial or some some shitty commercial like that. And we were shooting with this this DSLR camera I've never used before. And the DP just keeps being like, we need we need less light, less light. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so we just start throwing shit up into a softbox until it's like full of like double, like a silk, a double net, a oh, single net. And then we just started throwing foam core up there, anything to cut light down because we couldn't turn the lights off. Um, wow. And then that's when I was like, I need to fucking buy this website. I need to start this. And it started as a Tumblr. I don't know if you remember Tumblr. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Tumblr's great. That's what our website's based on. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's still, our website's still based on Tumblr, too. And yeah. it still has, like, tons of followers on that, too. Yeah. Which I'm blown away because I, I don't even use Tumblr anymore. Right. Um, yeah. That's kind of how it started. And from there, you, uh, just, it was just like, yeah. 
yeah, it's just photos of like me and my friends like doing stuff. Like I, I do run this website with uh, one of my buddies, Bert. Um, he like really pushes me to to like you know come up with these hats and these tennis balls and shit like that because I I am so hands off with it. I just like to post photos that I find interesting, and that's how it it's always mm. been. So nice. But it's not only your yeah. photos, right? You you accept submissions. You retweet stuff. Yeah, I, I have to say probably zero of my photos now. It's it's mainly people submitting stuff. Sure. Uh, it started where it was all me. It was all me or my friends. And then from there, it just kind of snowballed into what it is. Now, just to be clear, though, I mean, not, not everything is... I mean, there's some ingenious stuff here, right? Like, we're talking about things that were super innovative, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, not all... I think this, there's a misconception that all shitty rigs have to not work or be total, like, Dangerous you know, just like daft, daft. Yeah, I don't think so. I think how it started was always like, you know, as long as the shot looks good, it doesn't matter what the equipment looks like. Like, no one's ever going to see that in the end result. Right. So you would do things that just look terrible, but have like an excellent, you know, output. Yeah, they have yeah. an amazing view. So I think people have a misconception that it always has to be gaff tape. Because my favorite comment on Instagram, for sure, is when someone's like, not shitty. <laughs> uh, that, really, that really touches my heart. Uh, so. They're like, uh, actually, that, that rig has been built with uh, a lot of equipment, and it's actually really nice. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Is there a, this may be diving a little deep here, but is there a shittiest rig that you've seen or that you like? Uh, well, we used to have the shittiest rig of the year. Yeah. That was, like, something that we would do. Um, and then it, we got hacked. Like, someone submitted a rig, said it was theirs, and then we stopped doing it. Cause there was, there's no way to prove it, like, who, who's rig it is. Um, I think it's not necessarily ones that I like, but I would say there's some shitty rigs that I, I will use now, like, seeing them pop up over and over again. And they're actually quite useful, so... I think I made a like, rig on our, our last shoot. It was pretty shitty. We made a, we made a rig <laughs> with uh, we needed a silver background, and we we talk about it on our one hundredth episode, and we uh, used a uh-huh. silver lame, and then used some um, speed rail, some speed rail, and like pushed it out, kind of Frank Gehry architectural style, in order to get some depth, mm-hmm. and it actually ended up making the coolest silver background ever. Yeah. And what'd you yeah, call it? Probably looked like shit, right? It, oh, it looked. It terrible. looked like shit. I gave it a name since no, no one, no one on, no one on set knew what it was. They'd never done it before, so I, I got to name it. So I called it the brawl strap. So it because it, it it looked yeah it looked like a strap pushing through a piece of fabric. So I, and then I figured that was a good scalable name because then you know grips could be like oh you know throw me a double D uh you know brawl strap which means it's a twelve by and then if you go down to an eight or six you know B cup C cup. <laughs> and uh so everybody oh, like yeah everybody seemed to adapt to it uh it worked though it worked yeah that's funny hey so uh mike where where did you personally start out like you said you started out in film like what positions what you know what ladder did you come up so i started i started out like as a grip uh electric and then from there went more definitely less of a grip more of an electric and i went more towards like gaffing and I was gaffing for several years, and now I'm operating, moving towards like being a VP. Sweet, right on, man. That's cool. Sweet. Are you? Uh, yeah. Did you do union genie stuff or non-union? Uh, I've done a mix of both. Yeah. Um, but I definitely prefer the non-union world. I, I, there's like the union world is its, its own thing. It's it's like a machine, you know, mm. just like a cog in this system, uh, and it, it's great great if you can do it i just don't have the patience and i'm also like a little bit of a scatterbrain i like to have hands on everything so uh, yeah now you mentioned fit well into that world you mentioned you're kind of on the path towards dp was it was that always sort of a passion that was kind of like the point and that's why you started you know from the ground up or did you and really enjoy the whole grip gaff side and then you kind of evolved in and then all of a sudden you found yourself really enjoying you know camera work you know, did was the chicken or the egg here? I mean, I feel like I've always wanted to be a DP. I've always wanted to be at this position, but I definitely always enjoyed lighting more than like the technical side of camera stuff. So I was like an AC. I'm like a terrible AC. Yeah. I can't 
pole focus or anything like that, but I can definitely like give you amazing lighting with like two lights. And I, I yeah. like the G&E world a lot more. I like, like how it's like more of a team. Yeah. You know, you're always working with the crew. AC, sometimes, sometimes you have a crew. Most of the time it's just you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's and I, I feel like, you know, as a DP, you have to know, like, if you don't know how to talk about lights, if you don't know how to like describe what you want to your gaffer or your key grip, even rigging the camera, it's, you're going to have a challenge with that. Totally. Yeah. Totally it's, agree with that. It helps. And there are plenty, you know, there are plenty of DPs that came up through the camera track that started off as ACs and then operators. And I think they had to spend a little more time observing on set, like what went into lighting. But then you have the DPs yeah. that came up through the electric track. There are plenty of them, but you know, Claudia Miranda and those guys who were gaffers, who were electricians, I feel like you're right. They have an easier jump into it because they have a better talk, yeah. you know, starting point. Yeah. You don't have to lean on your G&E team as hard for sure. So when like you, if, if you can't get the gaffer that you want, you're not screwed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where, where do you find most of your submissions coming from? Are they s- small town operations? Are they Holly- uh, Hollywood? Yeah. Are they universe like uh, you know over in Europe? It's definitely across the board. Um, I would say like the more sketchy, terrifying ones come from Brazil or <laughs> India. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a bunch that come out of, have been coming out of China recently, mm. and uh, and Europe. I mean, you know, I'll, you always get stuff in like in the states. You always see. I can you can tell the difference between like some indie studio film thing and a big budget thing. Yeah, yeah. and they happen on all scales of production for sure. Like, so and, it's definitely not limited to just one one budgetary range. So I've got a question that you may have had to deal with before, but. How do you feel, you know, working in the industry about, you know, some of these rigs could potentially be dangerous. So, you, you know, everyone wants to be safe on set, yet you have a, a media entity that kind of celebrates how some of these things are sketchy. Like, is that a conflict for you? Uh, a little bit, yeah. And I, I, I try to justify it a little bit by saying we're not endorsing you to do this stuff for sure. I'm not saying go make this rig. I mean, you should have the proper equipment to do everything. And I feel like the majority of our rigs are where the equipment is in danger and not necessarily like anyone on set. Mm. So I think that's, that's a fine line. We always try to ride. Obviously I, everyone should be safe on set. No one should do anything that they don't feel comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if you need to get a shot, and the only way to get the camera there is some weird contraption. I mean, if the camera goes, generally insured as far as totally. no one's under it. Totally. Yeah. Good call. What a you know. Speaking on that, what, what are uh, what are the the most common types of rigs you see? Are they lighting rigs? Are they camera rigs? Why do people mainly you know go the shittier route? Uh, it. I feel like it comes down to money. It either comes down to two things: it's money, or there's just not the piece of equipment that the person needs. Mm-hmm. Like it physically doesn't exist. Um, but on the money side, I mean, the most common one is the dolly. Like yeah. no, no one has the money for the dolly. So you're seeing things like skateboards, you know, socks. The sock dolly is one of my favorites. Sock dolly. Can um, you explain that? What is yeah, that? Three socks on each leg of the tripod. Oh my God. And now you can push your tripod and it's kind of like a slider, but it's, <laughs> It, it actually works really well. I'm blown, by, blown away by it. Wow. Obviously only a lot, like a wood floor oh. linoleum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, couldn't you? Yeah, it's like those little furniture mover things, right? That yeah. slide on the floor? Like frictionless. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Well, we had uh, Matthews on the show a while back, and, you know, they got a lot of grip gear. And um, we actually, today is the last opportunity to... Last one. Yeah, we got a giveaway, uh, which we'll get to later in the show, but... What I wanted to, to pull out was I recommended to the the guy, the main guy, like Mr. Matthew himself. Ed Phillips, yeah. That they need to improve the C-stand and go with a gimbal-stabilized C-stand that's like a, a weeble-wobble, but it doesn't fall down. Uh, that's sort of a, that's sort of an idea, and he, he didn't like it. No. 
But I feel like somehow it, it would be you. You would like it because <laughs> it's kind of shitty. Uh, I probably would like it. Yeah. <laughs> Could you sure. imagine a, a like cider on a big light just wobbling back and forth, but never <laughs> falling over, <laughs> just doing its job, but the not doing its job and doing its job again? Oh man! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, amazing! Oh, dude, that's crazy. So wait, what's next? That, that's what I have a question. Is there an evolution to shitty rigs? Is there a, a or, shittier rigs? Is or is it, it like our show that just it's keeps on? We existing. never had a plan in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really know what's next. I mean, I think we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Um, I've always thought like it'd be funny, you know, like Iron Chef. Like if it had like an Iron Chef, but it was like a shitty rig theme. Oh my god. <laughs> You only have these materials. Yeah. Now create something. Yeah, yeah. you have tooth, popsicle sticks, <laughs> marshmallows. Gaff tape. Yeah. It's always got to be gaff tape. Yeah, and gaff tape's yeah, in there. Yeah. And it's always gaff tape. And we need, uh, we need a crane shot. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Dude, that would be fantastic. That would be amazing. I will help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, if you can figure out how to sell it. Yeah, Do well, it. The, pro- <laughs> the problem with all this is, is I feel like our audiences are cut off and they're so unique like there's what like just for this insider type of stuff like the audience isn't as broad you know what i mean yeah i mean i I would feel like most people look at the photos if you're not in the industry most people are looking at like the instagram feed and they're like i don't really know what's going on here yeah but there's there's a lot of crossover with people that don't that aren't not in the industry brandon and i were talking about it before the show people that just find it entertaining. The people that like the peek yeah. behind the curtain and they're yeah. like, "Whoa, that's not up to code, right?" But I do <laughs> but I do think that you're, you know, you do make a good point that if you don't understand it, that the humor and the um interesting, you know, the level of interest, all that stuff gets kind of lost if you don't understand what's happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't know like that they're trying to simulate this certain piece of equipment that they don't have, you lose the meaning. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, have you ever seen uh, somebody try to do like a crane shot with like an actual crane, like a oh yeah, like a, yeah, no, like, no, like a bird, like an animal, <laughs> like oh, ten, no, not like, like like like, like a strap a go like strap a GoPro to a giant tall crane's beak and like train him to like move up and down. Uh, there's a funny YouTube video about the chicken head stabilizer <laughs> thing. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Where they strap no, a camera to a chicken's head and it just keeps it perfectly level. Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's it's crazy. like animal cruelty. So, yeah. so here's a question we always have on the show. Uh, it's an important yeah. question. What What are you watching? What, what's the What's the stuff that you're you're checking out? If you're you know you want to sit down and enjoy a show, what What are you going to? Um. I like animation, so I'm going to say Rick and Morty. Oh, dude! I so, just right. started that. Yeah. You just started it? Yeah, like I just started it oh two days God. ago, and I'm halfway through season two, and I'm I'm digging it. Yeah, it's pretty addictive. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. I, I watched one episode about a year ago, and I was like, I can't do that. That's just too weird. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should do our interview like that. It. So, like, what? <laughs> you know, like burping all the time. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, that's cool. So what about any Morty. films? Any films you've seen this year that you're just like, man, that was great? Um, I haven't seen Baby Driver yet. It really inspired me to go see that. Yeah. Our producer, uh, Frank, was just talking about that. You need to go, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, the last movie I saw, I think, was Get Out. That was the last movie I saw in theaters. See, I haven't seen that. Gotcha. Have you, Brandon? Have you seen Get Out? No. Which I one's seen that? It. The, uh, uh, Peel. What's his name? Keenan Peel? Uh... It's Jordan. Jordan. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Oh, the horror flick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, but like the white family that has like black slate. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah, about the whole thing. Awesome. But yeah, it's I got awesome. a buddy that worked on that. Got a crazy twist. I need to see it. Interesting. I got a better question than what are you watching, Brandon? Yeah. It's, uh, it's what are you drinking? Uh, right now, because I figured I had to drink when I was on the show. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um... Kings County Distillery, uh, their bourbon whiskey. Kings Where's that? What, what state are we in? Uh, in New York. Oh, okay, cool. We'll have to check out. I know Hudson. I'm familiar with Hudson from yeah. New York, and which I, I like their bourbon. It's a young bourbon, but it's good. Yeah, Kings County, They I think they just started a couple years ago. They're like in the Navy Yard in Brooklyn. Nice. nice. Now, is that is that, uh, is that only like regional or like in our like – you know, you get, we've got those here in Cincinnati. We got the big, you know, liquor distributor warehouses where you can get just about anything. 
Is it is that one that's available beyond New York? I feel like I'm not really sure because I don't I don't know. I've never had it before. It's the first time I've had it. It's pretty good, but um, it's it comes in like a smaller bottle, so I probably right on. I don't think it. I don't think they get allowed. So, if uh, have you enjoyed any of the Kentucky bourbons? I have. That was some of my favorite bourbon that I drank when I was under HF. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Basil Hayden's, isn't that Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, that was the first bottle I had, yeah. Not, nice. That's not low end. Yeah, yeah, that's decent. No, that's pretty high end for, for you know, being 18. Totally. <laughs> well, you got off to a good start. Yeah, man. By the way, filmmakers drinking bourbon does not endorse Andre's drinking. We just want to get that out there. And we do not endorse yeah. drinking while on set or while building rigs. Exactly. But but after you wrap, have all the bourbon you have want. Have all the bourbon you want. Totally. We had there was some one of the guests we had said that uh, they had a, a crew that had built a custom bourbon drawer on yeah. the truck for like the which I Kurt. think should be submitted to Shitty oh, Rigs man. where when they were done. They would sit on the the end of the truck once they were all packed up, and then open the special case that was like laser cut foam to fit the certain bottle shapes. Yeah. Oh wow! Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, they they dive yeah. deep. <laughs> I used to. I, we did. I did a, like a horror film up in New Hampshire, probably eight or eight years ago. And on the truck, we used to have a, a miscellaneous clamps bin, mm. and inside of that bin, wrapped in duvetine, was a bottle of uh, what was it? Bottle of Jameson or something. Nice. Yeah, no, it's not bourbon, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Irish whiskey. <laughs> cool, dude. That's awesome. Well, what what are you working on right now? I mean, anything that's that's in your hopper? That's uh, you know. Um. Yeah. Right now, I'm finishing. I'm finishing a docu series thing. I'm actually going out to California to go to talk to the people at Steady next week or two weeks from now. Is that the and the it, extraterrestrial people? Yeah, yeah. So oh. the documentary is about like uh, the apocalypse. It's about like five theories on the apocalypse that could actually happen, and then we so, go around and talk to like you know experts and everything. So like what you're mean, what you're trying to say is that basically what's going on with our current government situation? <laughs> uh, I don't think it's necessarily about the government. This <laughs> has been happening like in general, you know. Like, you know, giant asteroid, dinosaur attack, war n- with North Korea, nuclear war. one of the above, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. That's awesome, dude. So, what are you doing on that? What's your uh, position on that? Uh, I'm the VP on that one. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah. Now, when you say apocalypse, is this more of a religious p- point of view, or is it just no, like no? No, I think it's more of like a it's scientific point of view. Okay, like some gotcha. of the topics are like AI and robotics, and then like cool. Uh, nuclear war, climate change, mm. sure, diseases and stuff like that. Yeah, so aliens uh, is kind of like the curveball that's at the end of. The gotcha. Are, did you guys um, tap into any like the Lawrence Krauss stuff with the Doomsday Clock? Um, not really. Try to stay away from like too much. I mean, I feel like all the oh, they definitely like go over some of the theories of like the apocalypse and like. You know how the cultural references and how every sure. society has always had an apocalyptic, you know, end by all means and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they really just try to like focus on like what we have, like facts wise. I know they said the doomsday clock. What was it? Like it moved ahead or something? When yeah, yeah, Trump half was, a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know they glazed over that. They just they try not to focus too much on uh, <laughs> on him. Uh, uh, by the way, it's getting closer to midnight. Yeah. And on to our next topic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So in this shoot, do you uh, have you used any shitty rigs throughout this oh, process? Yeah. yeah, the first the first day they forgot the tripod plate. And uh, I had to show up and bungee cord a C300 to the tripod. Yes. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. I, I always have like random stuff in my backpack. That's awesome. To make make these things happen. So my my last shitty rig was I was helping out a local politician, and I went to his house to f- to film an interview. So I had my uh, my Maverick from Cineo, and I had my little Matchbox from Cineo. I had everything. Totally forgot the light stand. Mm. But <laughs> but in my car I had a music stand. I had a music stand because I'm in a, a jazz band. So I pulled out my music stand, gaff taped the matchbox to the music stand, cut my losses with the Maverick because I couldn't hold the weight, and lit the whole thing with a matchbox off a music stand. That's amazing. <laughs> and it, it looks great. It was it was awesome. It, it did its job. Uh, 
That's fun. Wait, hey, that brings up a point I, I kind of wanted to ask Mike. So as a DP, you know, coming from the electric world, what's your take on the kind of LED revolution that's going on now? How does how's your workflow changed? How, you know, what do you like to work with and where do you see it going? Um, the, the more current LEDs are definitely way better than the first incarnation of yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, you have like Quasar now. I feel like they're doing really good stuff, but mm-hmm. they don't. That I still don't think they know what they have, like as far as the product. You know, like mm-hmm. it's it's so close to being something like really good for the film world, but then they just like they don't make it like that yet. Um, no Keynote was their stuff's doing good. Uh, it's tough. I mean, like. I think LEDs have their place. They're great, like, if you're doing travel stuff, you need something quick that's powerful, uh, on-location work. But I still like tungsten light. I mean, if I have a studio, I would opt for tungsten sources for sure. Better color rendition. Heat it up. Yeah. It's just like the feel of the light, the quality of the light. It's just like... It's more to what I'm used to, you know. Oh, you're such I know a, how to manipulate you're it. You're such a hipster. <laughs> uh, I, I, I prefer vinyl. I'm drinking my 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 uh, Brooklyn bourbon. Yeah, I prefer I prefer vinyl, and uh, I like I like to get my hands burnt when I touch a light. It really connects me to the. Oh, stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's like a chef, you know. You're supposed to put your hands right on the flat top. Yeah, like totally. Totally. <laughs> yeah, why you don't need fingerprints? Come on. Uh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> well, I got a, I've got a question that's unavoidable, and everybody wants to know. Mm. Uh, uh, at the end of the day, when you're watching a show, and you know what's gone into it, could have been a shitty rig, could have not been, but the end result is a superhero movie. <laughs> Where do you stand? Do you watch it, or do you turn that shit off? Um, mm, this is tough because. I would definitely watch it, but I would hate watch it. I would I fucking hate superhero movies. Yes! Oh, no. Yes! So fucking done. Yes! Too many of them. Uh, Thank you. Well, hold on, hold on. So hold I, will, on. I will watch it, and I will, I will critique the shit out of it. I hold love it. it. I don't want to watch it with me. Is this across <laughs> the board, or are there certain you know exceptions to the rule? Uh, like, are you a okay, Dark Knight right, fan? So, are you a... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Dark Knight was great. Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, was great. But like, sounds like you're a fan like, to me. Then no, he's not a fan. <laughs> no, there's like there's moments, but yeah. like Wonder Woman or uh, the new Spider-Man thing, I'm not gonna watch oh, that. So I don't care. Oh, they're all horrible. Mm. Mm. I have no, no desire. Well, it's our it's our ongoing debate. Actually, at our our 100th episode, we had a mm. live event crowd full of you know people and man they all were drinking alex's kool-aid they loved 70%, it percent yeah and so i i i i it gives me comfort to know that there's still some of us out there yeah, yeah. well it's been a great yeah, episode thanks mike uh you know <laughs> uh so so uh any anything that's going on with your your with shitty rigs or what you're doing that you want to share with our listeners any you guys got anything going on or coming up that you want them to know about you know what where can we send them to? How can they find you? All that stuff. Um, I mean, you can send your shitty rigs to the Instagram or to the website, like always. Uh, we'll probably have some new, like, T-shirts coming up in the fall, some shit like that. I don't really know. Like, we don't do we do not do enough for this thing. It's just, like, keep following <laughs> us. I'm never going to sell it out. I'm never going to do anything like that. So Cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. Dope. Well, that's, yeah. that's great. And, we, and you're always welcome to come on the show. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate you giving us some time. Yeah. And uh, cool. yeah, man, it's been it's been a lot of fun, and uh, you know, hopefully, we can't wait to see you guys keep doing your thing, and maybe one day we'll we'll submit some stuff. Totally. Definitely, definitely. Cool. Good good luck with your apocalypse, dude. <laughs> hopefully, it's not good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad shitty luck with your shitty apocalypse. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. Thanks so much for being on the show, right. and we'll uh, we'll check in later. All right, see ya. All right, cheers, bro. Peace. Awesome, dude. That seems like yeah, a fun. Yeah, I've been, uh, you know, <laughs> everyone has been following that account for a long sure. time. So that's a fun. That's a fun guy. Right cool there. to hear from the man behind the curtain. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow, that was good. Shitty rigs. Thanks, Frank, for setting that up, man. That was that was cool. Yeah. Frank, Frank, our producer, put a lot of work in. Uh, well, he's put a lot of work into the show, but yeah. Um, you know, I mentioned the event we had last episode. There was an event which everyone should have heard. Yeah, this you is act, by now. this is episode one hundred and one. It is. So we've surpassed the century mark, right? Is that right? Yeah. 
The, we've been around for a hundred years. Say that? Yeah. Yeah. hundred episodes. Um, and, uh, Frank did a killer job, put on an event where we had a live screen of kill game. Finally, people finally got we to had, see the movie. We've know, been talking about we for had a nice 15 years. turnout from our friends and family and this 4,000 people. Yeah. 4 million. And, 4 million uh, people. but yeah. here's the thing. I have a, I have a beef. I have some beef to bring up with our friends. Really? <laughs> so we were trying to get a hundred likes, a hundred reviews, rates reviews and on reviews iTunes, on yeah. iTunes. A hundred. By a hundred episodes. We had 97 last week going into our 100th episode. Guess how many we have now? We have 97. <laughs> but in the room, yeah. in the room, these are people that we work with, people that we call friends, people we call family, people yeah. that actually like us. Supposedly. We think. Supposedly. And we asked right then and there last week. We show said, of hands. Show yep. of hands. Who hasn't done a review? There was like six or seven. It, oh, yeah. I'd say 10. Yeah. So we, we said, will you do it? We said, will you do it? They're yeah. all like, oh, yeah, we got you. And so here yeah. we sit today, 97 ratings and reviews. Yeah. We we had seven people willing. All we needed was three to follow through, and yeah. then none of them did. You know what the issue was? Dead, they're deadbeats. No. The issue was that our, our event had bourbon attached to it. Yeah. So there's a little memory issue there. I there's don't know, a little but, a little slowness. So what I'm getting Slow at react. is to those listening, help us out. There's got to be three people on this earth that haven't done it yet that are listening to this right yeah. now, real time. Yeah. And they're saying that should be a new qualification. Like you've got to review it before you're a guest yeah. on the show. Before you even listen to it, <laughs> before go you review listen it. to the show. Yeah. So uh, if you're listen- if you're listening. Ever. If you've enjoyed hearing Shitty Rigs, if you've enjoyed hearing the guest, over 100 episodes of content, we've basically fueled your entire next two years if you just joined the show. Totally. Uh, if you appreciate that, the blood, sweat, and tears, yeah, give us a, a rating and a review. Please. 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 We just want to get to 100. Yeah. Then I can retire. Nah. <laughs> nah. There's no retiring here. Well, I don't- You we'll go see. down with the ship, Captain. I don't know, man. Co-captain. I, so- I'm trying to retire. Eh. I've told you this. You have. I don't know if you've actually like laid it out for our listeners. I don't know. I feel like I brought it up multiple times, and I, somehow it, in jest. Somehow I just it, I get no one listens to me. No. no one listens to me. Not really. And what'd you say? Yeah. What? So yeah. anyway, I'm I'm still gonna try at some point. There's no escape. At some point, I'm trying to. There retire. is no escape. Frank, get the handcuffs. Anyway, for now, I've, it is fun. I enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're two glasses um, deep. You're yeah. sitting with your bud. So yeah. anyway, what have you been up to, man? Oh, kind of a bunch, actually. Wow. Uh, it's it's more like personal marketing, though. Yeah. You know, not so much uh, shooting. You or... had a you had a role though for a minute. You had a run this year yeah. that was heavy. This... Like you were you were running like. Every week you had something going for a minute. Yep. Beginning of this year was really good to me. Um, but yeah, I just cut a new reel, put that out, you know, sent it out to uh, various production companies. That's the first reel producers. you've updated in a long time. You used been to a year. You used to yeah. do a reel every week. I think it's been about a year. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, good, man. It's really good. Thank you. Finally got a new one out. And, uh, you know, like I said, when I posted it, thanks to all the producers, directors, all that jazz that... Helped me along the way, but it, yeah, now it's all just personal marketing. It's reaching yeah. out, trying to get Pe- the next people can check it out at alexanderelkins.com. That is my website. Yeah, the pre- I need to the premier DP premier premier pro premier DP. Uh yeah, I need to update that on the uh, FTB site. So you're taking a victory. It's you're, you're it's take- probably pri- private now. <laughs> you're taking a victory lap right now. Taking a victory lap. After your busy, about that. after your weeks of busyness, it's and... more like a lazy river lap. <laughs> but you know, I'm chilling back on my floaty. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. cool. Anything so, in your in your current moment of uh, rest and relaxation that you've watched or you've appreciated? Yeah. So, like I was talking with Mike, you know, I've been watching uh, Rick and Morty, which is just insane. I don't know if anybody's yeah, ever seen it. It's it's so weird. I don't know if I I, I have a hard time with these bizarre out there cartoon oh it's crazy like the grandpa's a total, uncle grandpa total drunk one. yeah there's all sorts of crazy shows it's funny but anyway you know just kind of doing that we watched half of ghost in the shell last night uh before we fell asleep and <laughs> <laughs> gonna finish that today we started way too late but yeah. we're going to see actually uh atomic blonde uh, I've heard good things about charlie's theron i yeah. will say that the trailer looked a little hokey the fight scenes and really? stuff look kind of eh. man I heard, uh, so Whitey, Brian Whitlock, uh, my gaffer, texted me the other day and said, have you seen Atomic Blonde? 
no, not yet. We're going to. He's like, oh, you got to. It's shot like a old Jackie Chan movie, the way that they do the fight scenes. Yeah. So like wide shots, kind of not a lot of cuts. You see everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she actually, I mean, there's videos of her training her ass off yeah. to do that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. It looks cool. I like the little- And uh, I like John Wick. Did you see John yeah. Wick? Uh, same, well, I'd same seen, dude. I've seen Point Break. And so, no. I mean, <laughs> Johnny Utah's in it. Yeah, totally. Uh, Every Keanu Mo- Reeves movie is the exact same. I've seen all the master cuts where he just kills everybody. That's like awesome. on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's a great movie. Oh. So, same, made by the same people. Yeah. Definitely. They're, uh, they started out as stunt, stuntmen. Nice. What about you? What, what's going on in your your world? Are you uh, still learning the clarinet? Yeah, I'm still playing. I so I took off a week, almost two weeks now, where I've taken off from playing any instrument. I have an injury with your thumb. Yeah, I brought this up on the last show. Yeah, you got flute finger. <laughs> I have flute finger, also known as uh, horn horn thumb. Horn thumb. <laughs> you got a bad case horn of horn thumb, thumb going on. Horn thumb. Uh, yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, my my thumb, which is the primary, my right thumb, which is the primary tool that I use to pick on my ukulele. My main strumming utility is my thumb, my digit. Your main digit. And on, I started playing clarinet, and so like, I literally for a week straight played clarinet at least two hours a day. Mm. Like I went in, I went in hard. Like I went from not playing clarinet to being able to throw down like. Fly me to the moon in summertime, pretty legit. You just don't do that, and it's I, pretty bad. In the process, you injured yourself. The, I did not have a neck strap, so the the mm. ongoing mm. subtle weight of the clarinet pushed it. It's so, so bizarre, but my thumb, you have a tendon it issue. It felt like it was on fire. Yeah, but so I've taken off a couple weeks, and it's mm. feeling better. Crazy, it's feeling better. So um, I think mm. I'm back in the saddle. Hmm. Your your horn thumb is uh, subsiding. I'm, I'm horny again. Ah, good, good. <laughs> so we'll see. Get that we'll flute, flute finger checked yeah. out. Yeah. We'll see how it shakes out. But no, I mean, in between, my wife is on this. Ooh, crazy I got another one. Let's obsession. call it. Let's call it reed rash. Reed rash. I like that. <laughs> my wife is on this crazy obsession with uh, cooking shows. Yeah. So we don't have cable at the house. It's all streaming. Like Gordon Ramsay. It's all streaming, and all these shows evidently overnight became available. Because there wasn't Food Network, and now a lot of them are on Hulu and other channels. Totally. She constantly is watching Gordon Ramsay, Master Chef Cook-Off. Paula uh, Dean? No, they're all, she likes the competitions. The uh, uh, Chopped, Kids Chopped, and Kids Master Chef. She mainly likes to watch kids cook, <laughs> which is kind of fascinating, yeah. but it's pretty cool. Like Those her, kids are amazing. Her and my kids, so my 14-year-old and my 8-year-old, they all sit on the couch together and watch cooking competitions. With, Do your kids then kids. go cook? No. Oh. While I'm in the basement playing the clarinet. <laughs> it's a pathetic life. It's a sad, but... I, Do they, uh, um, speaking of cooking shows, are they into, is she into uh, Chef's Table? Any of the like, yeah. kind of arts here? Yeah, she liked watching that with me. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as what I've watched, I mean, I'm, uh, we're, we still are trying to finish House of Cards. Man. Um, the new season of Ballers is out. I, for, I For whatever reason, I like, I like The Rock. I think he's great in this series. Yeah. Um, I want to check out Ozark. People recommended that last podcast. I want to check that out. Yeah, I want to finish watching. Really I want to finish watching uh, Glow. I haven't Girls even started Wrestling. Glow, dude. Is, um, is it worth it? Should yeah, I? Yeah, I think it's. Started? I think it's one of the best pilots I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, it's really good. Wrestling, um, wrestling girls. And I don't know, man. Have you been to the theater in like the past ten years? Mm, the last <laughs> movie I saw in the theater. <sighs> It's a superhero film. Probably right? would have been with our kids. Oh, it was uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. Kind of robes in that one. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't call it robes. Wait, which one? At World? Or there's some what's the, the, the new one? one. There's there's some definite trench coats. I don't know about robes. Mm. There's a lot of uh, blouses, <laughs> which I don't have as much problem with blouses. Really, <laughs> like, ruffly white blouses it's don't bother you're, it's me. It's because you're much. a Prince fan. Yeah, exactly. Because you're a, you know I do like Prince. He's a, he's good. You're a, f- a friend um, of the purple. True, yeah. true. But uh, so yeah, I you know I don't know, man. Things have been like th- our lives have been busy. You've been working just on anything? Go, I know you. Go, go, you go, and go, I go. worked on something recently, but uh, yeah. Well, right now we're just we're just constantly nonstop in, inundated with. Beauty, mm. beauty and mm. hair. We're doing a lot of hair, a lot of beauty. Yeah, I'm getting ready to shoot um, hair tutorials. I think I'm. I think I'm doing that. I with think you. you're doing it as well. Yeah. 
Um, again, not the most glamorous thing, not the most... Um, but it is the most glamorous Yeah, thing. exactly. True, yeah. No, I mean, it is, but I mean, you know, it's 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 a little more technical, even though it's hair-related. It's it's about showing people how to do their own hair, but in a way that supports the brand and we the still got to make it look pretty. Yeah. yeah. So that one will be interesting, because we're going to try to do two, two at once. So yep. um, we're going to try to figure that out, which potentially we we didn't have a studio. <laughs> Yeah, and that was going to be hard, uh, challenge. I've been um, talking back and forth with so, our producer Sarah. Yeah, I think one of the other local production companies here in town, um, we might be able to get in their studio, and, and they've been super cool. So yeah. um, it's we'll gonna be see fine. It's gonna be fine. How that shakes totally out. Totally gonna be fine. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, doing that. Um, Personally, are you working on anything? You mentioned the mm, band. Yeah, we're working on throwing an event um, yeah. called uh, Beats and Brunch. Like like the root vegetable beets? No, like you're gonna serve beet juice and uh, oh man, pancakes? like uh, like making beet, dropping beets. Uh. So it's gonna be uh, from twelve to four, hopefully here in uh, over the Rhine, and we're gonna do um, at the my, rooted juicery because you're serving no, beets. No, it's oh, not there. Darn. My band's gonna play. Uh, Bossa Nova Social Club's gonna play. We got a hip hop uh, artist, Donnie Maserati's probably gonna um, spit some rhymes. Donnie. We're gonna two, have two bossa nova back. Yeah, no. Hopefully, we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a DJ and then unlimited mimosas, breakfast empanadas, mm. and the DJ's um, DJ done did it. Well, obviously, I think we're gonna get somebody different. But uh. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I don't know. I just I'm excited about being connected to you know creating some cultural moments where a diverse group of people can you know interact and mingle and and have good good vibes, not you mm. know division. Totally, because that world, never, never this, happens in filmmaking. This world has too much division. And not enough subtraction? Not enough, well, not you know, multiplication. Addition? Yeah. But there's not enough, uh, what do you, you know, intermingling, whatever the math term is for that, <laughs> where people are, you know, people uh, from different economic and social and racial places can all get together and just vibe on some just good times. Oh, totally. No, I get it. So we, I want to help be a part of that solution in the world. Cool. And you know it's a it's a dark world out there. Man. I know it's the dark web. You're like the Gandhi of Bossa Nova. <laughs> you just want you want to bring people together through your maybe, good vibes. Maybe yeah. I'll tell you something I did do that was super rad. What? So our one of our engineers for the podcast Bart hmm. is in a band called Talk. You mean the engineer? The engineer Bart <laughs> is in a band called Talk, and yeah. they just had their record release party. I know. I'm like, sad I couldn't make it. Like two weeks ago, they had Motor. Yeah, and I, so I went out. Uh-huh. And and to hear them and dude, they're freaking awesome. Like yeah. these guys were killing it, man. Like they had great stage presence. The crowd was, I mean, the room was packed. I mean, you could Sweet. tell like people were digging it. And I didn't know it. Like I had never really heard them before. I mean, Bart's in my Bossa Nova project, mm-hmm. and I hadn't really heard like his music from his band, like his real band. Like for him, the Bossa Nova thing's like a kind of a side thing that. I think so, he's really just trying to be nice to me, and he doesn't know uh, how to say no. No, he's got a passion <laughs> kinda, for music. I think Bart's kind of like, man, I feel bad for Brandon. No one's wanting to do this. I'll help him out. Yeah. But anyway, uh, for the first time I heard his band. Dude, they're awesome. They're like this crazy. I tried to describe it. it they're like, uh, can we get Bart in on the show? Yeah. Bart, come, Bart, in, come, in, come in here. We, you got to uh, pimp in. out where people can uh, check out talk and all that jazz Bart's on the show. Yeah. Uh, I don't think our third mic's hot. No, no, so no. Bart's gonna I'm going to yeah. give him mine. Yeah. So, um, but I want to try to describe to people- uh, and I'll let Bart explain it, but I th- what I heard was like a mix of like, in, and if this is offensive, Bart, I'm sorry, but I think it's true. I heard a mix of like cream, like Eric Clapton's cream mixed yep. with like Jimi Hendrix uh, and then like maybe like a tad bit of like Dire Straits. I could see that. And then just like a little sprinkling, just a tiny little sprinkling of like Arcade Fire. Yeah. Hello, everyone, so by I, the way. I hope, th- I hope that's not offensive no. musically. I, How would you describe it? We always say we're a, like a soul, bla- a soul band playing psychedelic music. Yeah, it's this... But or it's, a psych band playing soul music. But it feels 60s, 70s inspired. It's got a... Yeah, it's got some um, definite... Uh, I think the, the psychedelic kind of feel where it's not like people melting yeah. their brains for 20 minutes but it's yeah, got yeah. that kind of 60s but vibe you guys like you're going for like really clean direct ri- like I, the reason i said cream is like you think of that classic you know bump bump yeah bump you know like these it's like you guys aren't trying to overplay you're playing just like really clean good yeah. hooks catchy sing-alongs but- and the goal is to make people uh and one thing i've found that at all of our shows is like people it clears out 
in a good way, I should say. It clears out. It doesn't. It's not people standing in the other room at the bar. Everyone's coming into the room and yeah. dan- dancing up yeah, front yeah, yeah. and having fun. Um, we all sing. We all we all write the songs. We have merch that just sold out at that show. Yeah, was, so we're just we're fun. having a great time. Yeah, that and you can super cool. It's all um, for free to download or you can pay. But it's at um, like everything we do is under Talk the Band. Yep, because Talk was taken. But um, yeah, it's Bandcamp.com. Talk the Band dot bandcamp dot com or it's on Spotify. I'm sure Frank can throw up the links. Yes, Google. Um, it is hard to find on Spotify, which see, actually brings up a point of we got to figure out a way to get that changed because it's really hard to find on yeah. Um, yeah. Spotify. Talk so, the band. Talk the band on Facebook. Yeah. We do. Um, I have fun shooting on like our videos, like these yeah. little teasers yeah, yeah, and yeah. doing green screen stuff. And um, yeah, you guys are fun. It's a fun thing. Like if you go out, if you hear this band, I mean, it's a fun vibe. That's the goal. It's no yeah. bossa nova so- social project, but uh, <laughs> um, social club. But um, yeah. no, man, it's it's fun, and we, um, yeah, which we're having fun with that too, man. I love playing the bossa stuff. Yeah, man. Well, Could, yeah. Go ahead. We got a question from Alex uh, from the uh, peanut gallery. Yeah. yeah. Could you ever see your music used in a film? And if so, what genre of film and by what director? Okay, uh, people may have not heard. Yeah. That. If you were to use music from talk, if you were going to try to place it in TV or film, where do you think it fits? There's um, that's a good question. Thank you, Alex. Um, there's some some songs that are like some. We're kind of getting away from it, but some songs in the first CD, which we recorded here at Gwyn Sound, um, is uh, very high energy, which I could see in like a car chase or something or something crazy. But the other kind of more, I'd say, funky stuff that we do. Um, would be more um, just kind of like I almost think like a Guy Ritchie kind of mo- style movie where it's yeah. got like that kind of funky yeah, vibe. I'm not as great with remembering directors' names. Yeah. No, this is good. I'd say yeah. Baby Driver, um, right. which I haven't seen, but cool. um, <laughs> yeah, sure, that sounds good. Just put it in there. Any, uh, hey, basically yeah. any movie they want to use. So it, you, I just us. caught something. You just said Gwyn Sound. We've traditionally for years been here at Studio B at Sound Images. That's very true. So if you're listening and you're confused, we're going to change that confusion because in a coming episode, we're going to, the next, we're literally going to record it next. We're going to interview the new head of what was formerly known as Sound Images. Mm Now known as Gwen Studios. That's going to be a good episode. He's so that should be a lot of fun. Dan so, is the the yeah. nicest and coolest guy. Um, great boss and has a, yeah. a lot of insight. He's, he's beautiful. He no, looks yeah, great. handsome man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not not that he's sitting in the booth listening, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is a guy who his legacy is unbelievable. Yeah, and you know his touch is soft. His touch is his soft. His heart is warm. He's, he's soft but strong. <laughs> he's got a good good vo good voiceover voice. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> But yeah, I'll uh, cool. yeah, I'll let Alex hop back in here. Right, but man. yeah, again, awesome. talk the band. Thanks um, for dropping in. Yeah, I'll be back in the other room. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so definitely check out the band. It was a lot of fun. So, but but yeah, you asked what I've been up to. So yeah, it was cool. It's like the first time I've been out in a long time. Nice. Yeah, yeah I'm a family man. Y- you are a family man. I'm a family man. So, uh, we're, but, anyway, but we're a family. We're a family man. We are. Yeah. I feel bad about trying to break up the family. Uh, I know. Anyways, it's like you just uh, Frank's giving me dirty looks right now. You just don't care. Frank about doesn't me. like me to talk about my retirement, but it's all hypothetical. I it, mean, and by know. that I mean it's it's hypothetically never going to happen. Yeah, but here's the th- I guess my big thing like I like I like when you know when Brett Favre retired and then he came back. You know, but you're gonna not going to come back. But if I retire, I can come back. No, and no, no, it's no. triumphant. This right? bourbon world is once you're out, you're out. Blood in, blood out, man. <laughs> Blood in, blood out. Oh man. Anyways, yeah. I guess there's nothing else really going on. I mean, you know, just trying to hustle, trying to work, trying to make the world a better place, trying to survive, trying to love my kids, my family, my wife. Sweet. You know, I'm if on a good day is when I cut the grass and I'm laying on the hammock and I'm reveling in my middle class glory. Mm. You know what that sounds like? <laughs> sounds like uh, you have plenty of time to write a new script. Ah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, we've got this romantic comedy idea. I just don't know, man. I'm so discouraged from this film. I'm I'm literally... If you're out there listening and you've ever sh- done a short film and submitted to any festival, including like Mom and Pop's Festival from Nowhere, and you've been rejected, I just want you to know, I feel your pain. We. We feel it's your pain. It's not just you. Yeah, I know you. you. You've been a part yeah. of other films that have been successful. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, my one and only film has been a failure. Your child. 
I mean, it's not a failure. It's really good. I enjoyed the process. Dude, the, the people at the event the other night loved it. Yeah, it's a good film. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's it discouraging. Just, what I'm, I'm trying it to, just wasn't right for this festival trying, environment. Yeah, exactly. They had so many submissions. So many submissions. Ours was really good, but- Great film. <laughs> loved it. Not in. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not right for the program. So, just so you know, I do feel your pain if you're listening out there. And I will mm. say, don't get too discouraged, because yeah. I know that that sometimes can become uh, a dark place. Keep going. Man. Just keep dark. it dark. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm excited for uh, what you're talking about, the next episode yeah. with uh, with Dan. I'm excited to learn about Gwen. I am too. I think there's some really cool things happening, um, and you know, he's one of the coolest dudes ever. So You know, uh, I'm going to bring something up real quick. We, we did have uh, Mike from Shitty Rigs on earlier, but we're still deep in this Matthews giveaway. And we are we deep. are we're giving away two things that will kind of prevent you from having to use a shitty rig. Uh, C stand. Two C stands. Yeah. Two Matthews quality C stands. Strong. Strong. And these things will bust your knuckles. Totally. Like you would never never believe. Yeah. I mean, that's what but these not things. if you use them correctly. True. Uh, um, but yeah, so you could enter to win two Matthews C stands. You could stop easy. yourself from having it's to win easy. from use a shitty rig. How do you do it? Uh, well, first thing you got to do is you you got to get on the social medias. All of the social because multiple here's social the thing: medias. the world is happening on the social medias. Mm-hmm. TV's moving to the social medias. The politics is on the social medias. Is that on the interwebs? Everything happens. Oh. On the social medias, which happens to be on the interwebs. So mm. Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, whatever else is out there. Probably those three. Those three. Or just those. Uh, yeah. And what you want to do is you want to share episode 101. Mm-hmm. You want to use the hashtag FDB, FDB giveaway. giveaway. You want to tag two entities. That's at FDB podcast. Correct. And at Matthew's grip. That's the place you're getting the C-stands. If you do that, you'll be entered to win... Frank's going to do something special, or he's just going to decide who the winner is. Here's the thing, people. <laughs> or he's just... Here's the thing. Frank is in charge of this operation. If you don't like it, yeah. then just complain stop listening now. No, just stop complain Stop listening to him. now, because he's going to do whatever he wants. He's going to pick the winner. Frank is the man. But also, you yeah. can get multiple entries <laughs> yeah. to bring him back to a nicer place by sharing episodes 97, 98, 99, and yeah. 100 with the same hashtags. Yeah. And by the way- so, I, I did get a little intense there. Frank's like the nicest guy. Yeah, you kind of scared me. Frank would never get that intense. He's like so nice. I know. He's so thoughtful. Why would you do he that? He brought in snacks today. What's wrong with you? Frank brought cookies today. Yeah. He had the uh, roast beef from uh, the event last week. Unbelievable. It's, you know, room temperature, sitting out on that table. The man of steel. I'm sure, it's still fine. So, Mayo, it's great. Well, I'll tell you what. It's been awesome. We're going to end the show with a five-star review. Are we? Because we want everybody to go and, and give a review. But this is a five-star review go from- ahead. Am Tepes. A-M-T-B-P-S. Yes. It says, five stars. This podcast covers the gamut of the film industry, personal life, technical talk, business talk. It's all involved. This makes for an intimate feeling that is a very casual, yet professional. Keep it up, gents. Excited to hear the next 100. See, there wow. are people excited for wow. you to be here for another 100 episodes. There are people episodes. ready for another century. Century. Wow. Anyway. But that's it, man. So if you haven't done so, give us a nice rating and review. We love you guys. You're the best. This show's out of control. Cheers. Cheers. This podcast is produced by Frank Steele and recorded live at Gwyn Sound Studio. Find out more at gwynsound.com.